3: Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, where they actually have garden experts to help you pick out your favorite flowers for Mother's Day, uh, brings you Garage Logic podcast number 614, May 5th, 2021. 89 degrees was the high on this day, and that happened in 2000. It was 27 degrees in 1989, and we have two ice outs. Minnetonka had ice outs on this day in 1857, and 2018, and that's it. That's it. We'll see you next year. Oh, no. we'll see you next year. Yeah, see May Fort Myers. And um, those isn't are- that a great spread though? 1857, yeah. May fifth, 2018, May fifth. Nothing has changed in our lifetime. Nothing.
1: And those are brought to us by our friends
3: at Aquaside. Well, because, you know, you were swimming in the weeds in 1857, and you Mm -hmm. had to wear that full-length bodysuit, you know, the wool that weighed about 48 (laughs) pounds. Now when the kids go swimming, they're light and free and happy because there's no weeds, because Aquaside has kept the swimming beach free of weeds like they've been doing for more than 60 years. Call them 1-800-328-9350. 1-800-328-9350. They'll help you identify your weed problem, get you the product you need. That product begins working right away, and it's registered with both the EPA and DNR. I'm going to be using Aquaside coming up. We're going to film it and everything. It's going to be fun. Cool. Don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond. Call Aquaside today. They'll identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Aquaside.com. There have been no Jewel Jones updates. Oh, you're monitoring that. That's right. I check every day. There have been no Jewel Jones updates. Jewel Jones is the Michigan legislator uh, caught, completely hammered with his pants down with a woman (laughs) companion. Her pants were down, and he kept hectoring the state patrol to call the governor on his behalf or call the head of the state patrol on his behalf and he tried to talk his way out of it and we have surmised we have suspected that not much will come of this particularly uh his standing with his own democratic party in michigan but there have been no new updates in fact we did
1: also realize that he makes y'all's budget we also yeah. learned that i make y'all budget <laughs> mm-hmm. i do y'all budget yeah. Yeah.
4: he's friends with big gretch too oh yeah big gretch on the phone friends yes big
3: gretch hasn't been returning his calls <laughs> <laughs> joe i was a few days uh, behind and listened to friday's show tuesday while driving up north you and the guys were discussing the university police and the idiot moron clueless students who want them gone allow me to share a story As you know, I am connected to a university police officer in another state. This last Monday, his department was on high alert. An individual had made what was believed to be credible threats to the vaccine clinic located on campus. Sunday, my son was sent to try to contact this individual to get an understanding of these threats. He never found him. Monday, another officer did locate and talk to the man. The appointment for this man was scheduled for the afternoon. In order to keep campus safe and allow this man to get his vaccine, uh, that officer got into plain clothes and was armed. He then escorted the man for his vaccine, and meanwhile, three other officers were outside the building in different areas just in case things went south, as my son said. The students at any university have no idea what is done so often to keep them safe. He is still planning on leaving law enforcement, but for now he will work to keep those students safe, pushing back Anonymous Mom in a different state. We have heard from, we have heard from her before. And yesterday we were wondering about the original Target in Roseville. The original Target was 1515 West County Road B in Roseville. It is now a super Target. Uh, Paul notes, also, I've been ruminating about the guy who sent an email to you asking what's in it for me to get the COVID inoculation. It's been bothering me. The writer wants some sort of reward, like a participation trophy. How about the social contract you've talked about? Don't we have a duty as part of the social contract to protect ourselves from the pandemic and by thus doing so, uh, help protect others? It's not a fully developed thought, but it's a start by the way, when I got my first shot, I got a sticker. It's not a trophy, but it's something <laughs> second shot on friday Paul well again, that emailer i believe was looking i think he meant uh, more accurately uh he would face the same restrictions right. uh inoculated as right. those uh not vaccinated would face. i think that was his that was yeah. his point yes. uh, he wanted to uh he wanted a little more. Uh, relief from the burdens of the uh, gubernatorial uh, diktats but they they are not coming we will learn more tomorrow apparently we will learn more tomorrow as governor wall threatens to uh, open up even more we, we don't know what that means but he threatens to open up even more and I, I i hope we get some more people at the ballpark and at the hockey rink
4: can't hardly
3: wait oh thank I you so much hardly governor
1: hardly we just we're now. so thankful Hail Governor Walls! Although after last night, I'm
3: not sure how many more people Nile. will be clamoring to get into a Twins game.
4: <laughs> what yeah. in the what was oh, that despicable, yeah. disgusting display, you baseball experts? They
1: got some pitching woes, don't they, Reavers? I have two oh, words for you, Kenny, geez. to answer your question: We, we, we stinks. stinks. We stinks. We uh, stinks. And- we had
4: no. We, uh, b- b-
1: b- and here's the best part, Patrick and I recorded the baseball podcast a little bit earlier that you can find uh, on various social media channels under the Garage Logic Network. Uh, Patrick put it so brilliantly because he said these guys are whatever six seven games under five hundred, and they've basically had Willie Mays playing center field for the majority of the season.
3: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and he surprises me by continuing to be in the lineup, so I have to back off my critique of the buck the buck plays pretty well although he got a home run then struck out twice promptly yeah uh, I, you know but what are you going to do right. you can't hit a home run every time you're up
1: well that's what i thought you're going to go with why can't he do that every time tonight's
3: <laughs> another great clicking night because the wild and vegas are playing and the twins and the rangers are playing and the wolves and well okay well,
4: what <laughs> no, okay what are they Joel
3: be catching that one i'm sure uh, And uh, there is rain in the forecast, but it does not appear to be heavy enough to possibly threaten the Twins game.
1: But even if it does, Joe, then tomorrow they could play two seven-inning games. Oh, God help me. (laughs) I was alerted by Howard to a video
3: and audio from Los Angeles. A policeman who happens to be Mexican-American, by the way, which is germane to this. Incident uh, stops a woman in what appears to be a very high-end Mercedes, and what he has to tolerate from this woman uh, is insufferable, which he does with aplomb. He 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 does he he accepts it all graciously, but if this is if this is just a glimpse of what these guys have to deal with every day, guys and gals, guys and gals, <laughs> policemen and police women. It is uh, extraordinary, and it does demonstrate to you that it's not just feral youth who have no respect for authority. The decline of, methic- uh, the decline of ethical and, and uh, moral integrity knows no boundaries. It knows no race. It knows no gender. It knows no socioeconomic standard. Here is a, a policeman in L.A. who stops a woman because he noticed that she's using her cell phone. While she's driving and he, she does pull over and he pulls over and he walks up to her car and I hope you can hear this, uh, Reeves, you might have to adjust volumes and whatnot, but I just hope you can hear this. Here, here you go.
5: Yes, yes, you are, ma'am. Good morning.
2: Which is, and the speed limit is forty, and I was going thirty-eight. So why are you harassing me? You are me? correct.
5: I pulled you over because, because you're a
2: murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you're you be a murderer. You can't be. You can't be on your cell phone I, I while you're on driving. I was my phone. I was recording you because you scared me. You can't. Me. You can't use your cell phone while record you're recording. I you. May I have your driver's license? I. It's. It's at my apartment. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his.
0: Do you party. have? A, do you have your driver's license?
2: I. It. I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? She, she flips through her phone. can you call your supervisor, please? Because I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. OK. And so you're giving me a cell phone ticket? Is that why you're harassing me? Not harassment.
5: Yeah. I, I am enforcing the law. I have
2: a right to and record the police when they're harassing me. By all
5: means. But you can't do it while you're driving.
2: I was, I can, I wasn't, didn't. Texting or none of that. Do you have, and you have that you picture? You scared me and made me think you were going to murder me. Okay, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, you're a, that's not just a feeling. You're a murderer. Okay. Can you zoom in on that for me, Jim? Sure. Jay? Thank you. And I'm perfectly le- legal and I'm a teacher. So oh. there. Congratulations. Murderer. You're a murderer. What's your last name? I can't see that there. Well, if here he you stops, go. Stop shaking. Zoom in on that for no, me. No, because huh? you're scaring me. Oh, you're threatening to kill me and my son. Can you give me okay. the... the well, you, you, I'll tell you what, you keep smiling, yeah, you're on camera. You keep, you're, th- you're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm I not didn't say smiling, that. you're the one who's crazy. Hold that still, I can't see that. Uh, is this your car? Yes, it is. And um, you're trying to say I stole my own car because you're jealous? Yeah, is that what I don't that's think about? so. You wait for me right here, okay? You're jealous? All
3: you need to do is give your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. There
0: you go, ma'am. Sign inside for the red box, For him
2: being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. Sign the citation, ma'am. Here you go, Mexican racist. You're always gonna be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? You'll never be white, which is what you really wanna be. You there you wanna go, be dear. White. Have you, a ma'am. good day. You wanna be white?
1: My God in heaven. Uh-huh. I will post this to the uh, Garage Logic social media channel. It's uh, made its way around the internet. It's yes, it, pretty, it is. It's
4: yeah. Unbelievably despicable! What a wench!
3: What a deplorable not alone, human Joe. being! She's
4: not the only one. That's how it's, they're being treated.
3: It's just well, if she's treating a cop like that, she's treating store clerks like that. Mm-hmm. She's treating uh, waiters and waitresses like that. She's a, a despicable, deplorable
1: human being and her son has no chance of a reasonable upbringing that was my first thought was that kid in the car with her has no chance and how cool is the guy i mean what's of course he has to be he had no options he had no options but i love the excuse of he stopped her for using her cell phone while she was driving then then turns it on him Mm -hmm. Well, i was using it to record you well no you weren't because you're a murderer (laughs) right god but Kenny's right. goes into the the
4: whole racial thing, too. Call he, being racist, calling him a Mexican racist who wants to be white. Yeah, that's a. It seems super crazy racist to me, but I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. If that's, kind of, even,
3: if, if that's even somewhat common, we really have no hope. Mm-mm. We. As I say, it's been getting harder and harder to see glimpses of Garage Logic America. That's as far from garage logic as a human being can possibly be, except for the cop. I find it just so troubling, just so uh, maybe it's my naivete. I didn't think people were like that. Uh, and unfortunately,
1: and it, Kenny nailed it because she's not alone. I mean, that's one traffic stop that just happened to. I mean, how, how many countless others go unnoticed that are exactly like that, if not worse?
3: Well, I think the coppers better release every one of these. Flip on your uh, body cam and tell us every one of these till people wake up to the fact that we're surrounded by insanity. That woman sounded insane to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: She didn't sound that she was capable of reason. And these people are out amongst us. they're driving and they're they're voting and they're
1: they're teaching. They're, she's a teacher, yeah a teacher so there. I'm so a they are. teacher. So there. Don't think I won't. God. And how is that supposed so, to make him feel? Oh okay, then 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 this is okay the way you're. Oh behaving. then never mind, you're a teacher. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> thank you.
3: It's just it's just
1: we're we're in real trouble, mayor.
3: Well, it's so it's sad. It's sad. That is a sadness. We just heard a sadness. I'm not even going to foghorn that. Well, it's not foghornable. The word sad is not foghornable. I thought it was. Oh, God, no. Okay. No, no, there's nothing wrong with the word sad.
4: <clears throat> so last summer, um, a few days after the big riots following Memorial Day, uh, it was the night where bleep was going down in both Minneapolis and St. Paul, and there was a melee on Snelling and University and the st paul cops man were they ready it was so awesome listening to them because they had four to five cops in a car and they would go bounce from uh, hot spot to hotspot to hot spot but a higher up in the police department i don't know if it was chief Axtell or somebody below him came on and told all the police officers to repeat to the dispatch word for word over the air what they were being called and how they were being treated, mm-hmm. which we normally don't hear on the scanner because the c- cops clean it up uh, and they they don't repeat that stuff. And you wouldn't believe the vile things that they were being called and, and told and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I believe they did it just so it was all on record.
1: Record. Yep.
4: And wh- what I'm where I'm going here is Joe, you're absolutely right. Everything, all of these things need to be released to the public. Release them
3: to me every day. Every day I want to hear these.
4: I I want body cam. I want the the camera in the car. I want want everything released. The world needs to know what's going on. And the only way we're going to find out is is when more of these things come out like this. But
1: the trouble with that, and and the four of us are going to look at that and just be in utter shock. But I wonder how much of the public would look at that and say, good, I'm glad she did that to You You know what I'm saying? I think there
3: are many euphorians and mysterians who would not be as upset as we are, and I would counsel them to be careful what you wish for.
4: This was widely covered, though. I just Googled teacher calling Mexican cop a racist, Mm -hmm. and uh, KTLA covered it, TMZ covered it, uh, YouTube, Sacramento Bee, Newsweek, Daily Mail – Fox News, The Independent, com. So it's out there, you know. It's getting spread around the globe. Did did she break any laws? Yes. That's what I'm wondering. I was looking actually to find out if anything happened to her as a result. At
3: the very least, uh, if you work for me in a school lady, you're done. You're done. You sue me, if you want, for your job, but you're done. I don't want you in front of these kids. No. I don't want your... I don't want your influence on these young people that I have under my charge. You're you're a crazy person.
1: You're insane. You, I want you out of here. You asked if she broke the law. Well, yeah, she was using her phone. She was texting or doing whatever while driving.
3: No, but I mean her behavior to the oh, officer probably
1: did yeah, not yeah. break any laws, I'm technically.
3: Sorry. There's no law against her being petulant and, and insane. Uh, it, so I, you can't so you lock her she, up for that.
4: You think she believes in her heart that he really... Is a murderer? Yes. Or or do you think that was just a ploy on her part?
3: Well, she was calm in her assertion. It wasn't as though, oh, my God, you're going to kill me. No, she just said flat out in a very calm way, you're a murderer. Meaning, murderer. Sh-
1: Meaning that's her idea of the police, apparently. Yeah. Kenny, are you asking, was she using this for her possible 15 seconds of fame? Is that what you're getting at? I don't know. I don't understand where the murderer part came from. I don't
4: understand where the you'll never be white come, came from.
0: Well, or I
1: think, you're jealous that I have this car. Yeah. On yeah. my way to my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> leave your car, she, lady.
0: she may feel that way about cops in general, don't you think? Yeah. When she called him a murderer, I just think yeah. that's her, her outlook of what police are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But you know what? I, here's what, the other thing I want to know. Because <clears throat> when I saw this video the other day, the first thing i thought of as i said how many guys and gals the good ones in the blue are going to look at that and say i'm done i've had enough or i'm no longer going to pursue we get the emails all the time and i'm wondering if how many of those people that was their final straw saying i'm not signing you know what else is
4: striking me is that in the in the newspaper here since the chauvin trial and the protests we had up in brooklyn center all we've been seeing about is the use of force on the part of police rubber bullets uh, gas, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and there hasn't been one GD mention of frozen cans of water, frozen right. bottles of water, cans of soup, rocks, concrete, fireworks. What is going on with this narrative? Why, why can't, why can't the police officers fight back with rubber bullets and gas when they're being attacked? Because the left is, has
3: thoroughly owns news gathering institutions and it's, it's in their template to be opposed to police. Let me go back to this woman. The other thing we learn here is it's just not feral youth who shoot 173 shots into the air over the weekend who have no respect for authority. It, it's women like this too. There, it's, there's, no, there's no defining who has lost their respect for moral and ethical integrity. It's too widespread. And to me, to me, the most telling thing that I learn in that audio is the boldness with which uh, too many Americans are, are rejecting their social contract. They don't mm-hmm. even, it's been torn up, it's gone. And, uh, you know, I just, I've been on the earth a long time. And when the police stop you, it's always been yes, sir, no, sir. Or yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And that's gone. That's in too many. It's, it's still happening, of course, with many people. Many Americans get stopped and they're very polite and the cops are polite. But it's but there are too many women like that out there, too many men like that out there. And uh, the the, uh, the feral youth have nothing on them. Uh, they're one and the same people. And uh, it's so dispiriting that it's it's depressing. It's depressing to think of that.
4: Law enforcement is, is, uh, I can see law enforcement transferring from proactive to reactive where they will not, and I think we discussed this a while ago, where they just, they're not, they're going to stop pulling people over for breaking the law Mm -hmm. and they're only going to respond when, when requested. I was wondering, what is this gal going to do when 50 of those 175 shots come blasting through her apartment wall? Who's she going to call? That's right. You know?
3: Yep, that's right. Who's Chantel Allen going to call the local activist who is trying desperately to find an excuse for the 173 shots except for what the
4: real reason is? Well, who's she going to call? You know, I I want my deputies pulling over people going 50 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. I I, I want that. It's the safety of the town and the kids and the people in the area. And And, and it's to the point where they're afraid to do so because of – Bitches like this. And and
1: Mm -hmm. can you think of this, too? Let's say that woman hadn't been stopped, and she's texting, and she mows over some kid riding his bike. Thank you. Exactly. And if she does that, then what happens? Then the police get blamed for her not getting stopped for using her cell phone while she's driving.
4: Oh, thank you, police officers. Thank you.
3: I want you to know that Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagen, and Maplewood is one of the last, if not the last, Twin Cities truly owned family dealership, and that makes a difference. They can only stay in business because of providing great, great service. Schmelz knows this, and they continue to provide exceptional personal experience. I buy all my cars there. They have a great supply of VWs in stock. They're ready for delivery. Not all manufacturers can claim this due to the chip shortage. 0% for up to 60 months on 2021 20, VWs. There are nine ID4s, the electric vehicle, available for May deliveries. Do yourself a favor and check that out. And there are five Fiat 124s left, and they're gone. After that, they are gone. It's been on the corner of 36 and 61 for 60 years, and uh, you can find out much more. On the inventory situation at schmelzvw.com. It's a wonderful dealership. Check out that
4: ID4. For a beautiful lawn all season long, spring to fall, log on to Professionalturf.com. You do that, you're going to be able to schedule this free no-obligation estimate uh, where a pro turf Pro is going to walk your lawn and then design a three to four application treatment that they apply throughout the summer that gets rid of the weeds, keeps your yard thick and luscious, and it's that way until the snow flies again. Applications that are safe for you, the family, pets, the environment, uh, th- those kids that always cross your yard, yard that you're yelling at, it's even safe for them. All you have to do is water and mow, and and I mean mow a lot. It really works. The GL staff is all signed up. 90% of you GLers are signed up. You should too. It's more popular than a COVID shot, and it's the best thing you could do for the health of your lawn. ProfessionalTurf.com.
5: We're building another record year in Sioux Falls, with growth in nearly every sector of our economy. I'm Dean Dizek for the Sioux Falls Development Foundation. Minnesota executives are among the regional business owners who are excited about the advantages of doing business in Sioux Falls. That enthusiasm and a rebounding economy are making this a great year to expand or relocate to Sioux Falls. Get the facts at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Sioux Falls has what your business needs to make a fresh start fewer taxes, less business regulation, and higher profits, along with build-ready sites and available buildings to get you up and running fast. Best of all, companies of all sizes make more money in Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls offers a friendly pro-business attitude, a productive growing workforce, no personal or corporate state income tax, and a lot less red tape. Now is the right time to expand or relocate your business to Sioux Falls. Start your search for higher profits at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem.
3: Zip. Nada. Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere.
4: So I'm sitting here all fat and happy in the land of the free and the home of the brave because... Aim High Construction MN.com basically sold my house in Minneapolis. Specifically, it was the, the deck they built, the kitchen they remodeled, the new central air unit they slapped in, the concrete work they did. All of that sealed the deal. I'd still be stink-eyeing hippie anarchists if it wasn't for <laughs> Aim High Construction <laughs> and, the, and the work they did for me in Minneapolis. Get off
5: my lawn! Right.
4: <laughs> and as it turns out, talking to Chris Miller, the owner of Aim High Construction, they're getting it done for glers all over gumption but keep this in mind gl we need we need to think ahead for these projects we need to give them time schedule it out in the future they're very very busy you guys have them booked a material prices on the rise for just about everything some stuff still hard to find so plan ahead but make that call right now and find out when this can happen aim i construction they can schedule your project and by projects I'm talking, you know, roofing, siding, decks, interiors, kitchens, bathrooms, basements, flooring, or new countertops. Boy, we had almost everything done off that list. Uh, And Aim High is really, really amazing, and you really can't go wrong. Aim High Construction, MN.com. See for yourself, uh, and I promise you, you'll be impressed.
3: Uh, I remain convinced that the Minneapolis Park Board couldn't manage their way out of a paper bag. And uh, there's now a debate brewing in Minneapolis. A brouhaha. There is. There's a contumely. There's wow. a boulevard garden on Minnehaha Parkway. Why am I having trouble in my mental map locating Minnehaha Parkway? Oh, Minnehaha Park, the parkway,
4: right? Yeah. Along the it, creek. It goes from the creek, yeah, all the Up way Up to Lake Harriet. To, to 50th, right. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. You Why mean, was it? Down by the, thinking, creek,
3: the creek. Uh, whatever. So there's a, there's a boulevard garden on the parkway and the, uh, the park board issued a cease and desist order to remove the garden. I would have no idea. Nobody ever said anything. Nobody ever complained in 12 years said Remigius Clevis, the resident. When Clevis bought his home on West Minnehaha Parkway more than a decade ago, the street side landscaping was already there. The whole of this boulevard was already established. Irrigation system was installed. All shrubs were planted, he said. Remigius Clevis kept improving and adding to it, like the Ferris wheel and seasonal decor. You got a theme problem there. (laughs) And he says the feedback has always been good. People come here on Saturdays and Sundays with their kids, enjoying all of it. We have fun, said Clevis. During uh, an interview with Fox 9, a busload of seniors... Stop by to take a look. Clevis says the neighborhood is used to it. In the winter, we see limousine tours driving by the house, watching the winter decorations as well, he said. Two weeks ago, a cease and desist letter arrived from the Minneapolis Park and Rec Board, citing all the violations that are technically on park board property and stating they must be removed by May 31. Well, we were very surprised when we heard all the things that were in violation, said Jeff Hagstrom, who also lives there. Also in violation is a retaining wall located on the park board setback property that Hagstrom is finishing in order to protect runoff onto the sidewalk. It keeps the water from coming down and filling up the sidewalk uh, with water and backups, said Hagstrom. As for why, this is the first time they've heard this in over a decade. The park board says they respond to reports of encroachment, confirm it, then notify homeowners what needs to be done. Any encroachment needs a permit. I'll tell you that uh, that was honestly the biggest nightmare of my life, said Clevis, to find out something I enjoy so much in my life that somebody wants to take away. Well, Clevis or Clivis, welcome to the Minneapolis Park Board. Those soulless bastards. Those heartless, heartless, incompetent, lake name changers. <laughs>
4: uh, I guarantee it was one of his neighbors that turned him in. Sounds like it's pretty. For reasons other than what he did. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's life in the city. That's uh, true. You, Joe, Joe, we're talking about a, a city that plants trees on the boulevard, the section of grass between the sidewalk and the street. Those trees then develop deep roots, get into your sewer system, destroy the sewer pipe, which causes the city to come out, fix the sewer pipe, charge you thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. That's that, right. that's, that's That's what goes on. Yeah. What are you holding back, Chris? What did I say?
1: No, no, no. Um Completely off, off topic, I know I'm, I'm guilty of that from time to time, but uh, a Twitter account that I followed just tweeted out a video of um, fully vaccinated Vice President Kamala Harris and second gentleman Doug Amhoff kiss each other with their masks on outside.
3: All right. Good. Oh, God. That's
1: good. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. are you <laughs> kidding me? You know what, that is breaking news. <laughs> She's about to get on the plane. And they're they're the only two people there. But oh, hey, there's a camera here. We better keep our masks on.
4: <laughs> what? So the other so thing, I yeah, this landowner did this, made these improvements, planted this garden on park property. Is well, he inherited it. when he bought the house; it was already there, and oh. he's only improved it. Oh. I
3: feel like going for a spin today and looking for it. I What's the it cross not street? Be, Do you well, know? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. It just says West Minnehaha Parkway. But the other thing I wonder, too, is why are the taxpayers, why are the citizens held hostage? This is a little bit of a different topic. Why are citizens held hostage to city plans that the citizens don't want? Uh, For example... Uh, there are these neighborhood situations come up in St. Paul every once in a while, where the city wants to come in, take down the ancient trees, and put in sidewalks where none now exist. And the neighbors, the neighbors, unanimously get mm-hmm. together, unanimously get together, and say, "Thank you, but no, thank you. We love our, we love this the way it is." Uh, no one's walking is impeded. We love the trees. It's been this way since the beginning of St. Paul. We right. do not want this. And sometimes the citizens win. And when they win, the city punishes them. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. By saying, okay, okay, you win. We're not going to tear down your trees and put up your sidewalk. But you're now going to last on the list if you have any water main problems. Yeah. That happened in a neighborhood in St. Paul that our superior works uh, lives in. Yep. That, okay, you neighbors, you spoke, you win, but we're not done with you. You have problems here with your water, a breaking main, or whatever. You're last on the list to get new pipes. Now, there's another one happening in St. Paul where people are unanimously opposed to a landscaping project that violates what they've already done. It's called the Griggs-Edgecombe Project not far from my house. And the the citizens, the the taxpayers, are united in their opposition to it, and it's falling on deaf ears. The city council doesn't even respond to them. They're going to get this project whether they want to or not. They're paying the bills. You work for them. I don't understand that. I don't understand
4: why the citizens don't get
3: more respect.
4: You do understand it, Joe, because you nailed it 100 years ago. This is life near the country's tallest buildings. This bleep wouldn't happen where I live because we're all up each other's behinds. We've known each other our entire lives, and their their parents, and their grandparents, and this doesn't happen where human beings live that talk to each other and know each other. This happens in the city. Well, what's nonsense. neat well, but but what's neat about this is these
3: residents end up getting to know each other, getting up, they get to, they end up sharing these similar concerns. They're yeah. united in them and they present yeah. a united front to their council and they get right. no response.
4: Yeah. And that's the problem because the city council they live, you know, like you say, third rail. They're they're living a life that we aren't living they're not us.
3: And most of them live in situations where they might personally never face these kinds of things. Right. They're either in apartments or they're on, you know, well-established residential areas that long right. since have had their right. sidewalks put in have long since yep. had their ash trees removed and so here comes a bunch of people that that took their own time they've created their own beautiful landscaping all of which they face losing because because the city has a different idea but wait for a minute what it should
1: look like joe that doesn't sound right because i i remember months ago hearing we're all in this together so that doesn't really make well, much this, sense this what you're saying goes
4: along with everything they do, Joe. Defund the police. Get rid of the police, but I have private security that you're paying for. Uh, <laughs> shovel your snow, uh, but I, I'm not going to shovel mine. I'd, I'd rather have the city shovel it and pay the fine. Wasn't that Bender or yeah, one yeah. of those? Yep, Bender. yep, yeah.
3: yep. Do as I say.
4: Yep.
3: Oh, it's a shame. It's a shame. It is. No, back, back to the guy on Minnehaha Parkway. You know, I haven't seen it. Uh, it's unlikely I would find it a terrible eyesore if kids enjoy it and even busloads of seniors are driving by. But Kenny's probably right. Some old biddy uh, okay. stuck her nose out the door and decided that either she didn't like the traffic or she didn't like the looks of the thing, and she calls the park board. Because as the homeowner, Ringus, said, whatever his name is. I'm sorry for mispronouncing your name, Dingus? sir. Ringus? Ringus? Uh, Wingus? W- w- As he said, this this is the first time he's heard of it in in 11 years. Nothing's happened in 11 years, but all of a sudden now, cease and desist, tear that up.
4: You're on our property. Here's what what happened in the real world. Uh, The the park department would find out about it. The parks department has a pretty big garden department that goes around maintaining all the flowers and plants around the parks. Uh, The head of the park department would say, hey, uh, Teresa... Uh, stop over at such-and-such a garden and see if you can help out. Do some weeding, do some cleaning, make sure it's nice. And they just take over and run it and help. That's what would happen in the real world.
3: Well, this guy, again, his name is Remigius Clevis. And and, uh, what you describe, Kenny, is, is a slice of heaven. What you describe is how a park board might work in garage logic. But not in Minneapolis. It doesn't occur to anybody, apparently, on the Minneapolis Park Board to go to the fellow's house and say, well, you know what, this is kind of cool. If you just trim this back a bit and trim this back a bit, I'm going to go back to the office and look the other way. That never happens. Right. Because they need something to do. Yeah. They need to justify their existence. And when they have a slow period, what they do is close their operation down to the state patrol. We don't want you in here changing your uniform or having a heater or a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> you tiny little putrid cubicle. <laughs> yeah.
3: If you want to avoid that, if you want to work under your own circumstances, you want to work in your own environment. I do. Work, workplaces are changing. You need to look at Center Point of Mendota Heights. It's a commercial office park on a rolling, green, shaded campus. I love it. It's 10 minutes from the airport and 10 minutes from everywhere with close proximity to Highways 55, 62, 494, 690 you don't want to go back downtown you don't want to fight the traffic you don't want to fight snowstorms you don't want to fight waiting for elevators you don't want to fight for parking you go to this eight building campus in mendota heights choose the right space for your business and bing bang boom you're working in a park-like setting surrounded by trees and close to trails bike trails great lunch spots you get your own bathroom, there's no elevators, you have your own parking spots, work where your employees are happy and you employers are happy. Check this out with some really cool drone footage at Escape to Mendota, one word, escape to mendota.com.
4: Better than a good day at work. So, By my standards, that means a bad day fishing with a good cigar is probably the best day ever. And the best way to make that great bad day fishing is to get that great cigar from SOTY's. That was a long way, wasn't it? (laughs) When when you roll into SOTY's to buy your cigars, you'll find out it's a great experience, a great shop with a huge humidor stocked with a wide variety of cigars, a wonderful smoking lounge, uh, all separated from the purchasing area and it has a state-of-the-art ventilation system in so you can go in smoke your cigar walk out and not carry that smell home with you the only thing missing here is a fishing pond or a creek uh, the guys at Sodi's, they have the knowledge to pick out exactly what's right for you cigars that is not crawlers or minnows uh, but if you're an old cigar pro in that case, looking to joining the Sodi's Club. That's a special membership. You receive a personal cigar locker there in the store and a 15% discount on all merchandise. They're located right off Highway 36, south side of 36 on Osgood and Stillwater. It's the last light right before you head over the new bridge. Hang a right on Osgood, You'll see Sodi's Cigar and Pipe immediately on your right. You'll also find them at sodyscigars.com. And when you roll in there, tell them that the uh, crew at Garage Logic Podcast sent you. Do you know that two weeks from today, we're going to be
3: outside at the State Fair? I
4: do. Woo!
3: Party! The auto show, the 48th annual Twin Cities Auto Show. That was the last thing to close prior to the onset of COVID, and now it's the first thing to reopen. It's going to be great because we're going to be outside this year's auto show could be bigger than ever. It's got 30 times the space. It's nice. got a monster trucks on the midway, state food fair, uh, state fair food favorites, oh. military vehicles, luxury vehicles, a special ride and drive area where you can get a chance to get behind the wheel and hit the streets of the fairground in a new vehicle. We're going to be broadcasting from where you can watch us record a podcast. We're going to be up at uh, Heritage Square. Over by uh, Blue Barn, Lulu's, all mm-hmm. that stuff. The
1: shells, <clears throat> excuse me, the shells band stage. That's exactly where we're going to be. Perfect. Oh,
3: there's great food around there. It <laughs> runs May fifteenth through the May twenty third. You can get your tickets now at TwinCitiesAutoShow dot com. All tickets are day specific, so if you want to see, come and get us. See us. Get your tickets for May seventeenth, the Twin Cities Auto Show outside. It's going to be fun. May fifteenth to the twenty third at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Reality with a bite. The Joe Shu Shire Show. Shashishishia. Easy for me to say
1: gentlemen i'd like to welcome a new client to garage logic hofferman water if you're looking for a better water look no further than my friends at hofferman water they are your local independent water treatment dealer they have served minnesotans for nearly 50 years and understand the unique problems that minnesota water brings they are an independent and authorized Connecticut dealer whether you're looking to soften filter or just want your water to taste better Trust me, they're going to make your water worry-free. Kenny, we were just chatting about this off the air. I got the S650 water treatment system installed in my home. About, Not the S650. No, it's the top of the line. Okay. Because that's, that's how garbage my water in Carver was. And basically what happened was the the, the city grew too fast and we have some of the worst water in the state. And so I had them come out for the free water analysis, and you can do so, by the way, too. Uh, have them come out, and he said, oof, Reeves. By the way, Jim, this is the guy that came out, total GLer. He said, Reeves, your water's garbage.
4: <laughs> can you smell your water? Yes. I can smell my it, water. It was awful. The well, the well was put in in 2005. I have a salt water deal softener. I've got an extra filter thing and we cannot drink our water.
1: Yeah, so uh, I had them come out, and they gave me the analysis. It was really, really bad. But what people don't realize is the damage that bad water can do. My appliances were going to hell. It was it was bad. It was wrecking everything. Showers just felt gross. So just check them out online right now, uh, hoffermanwater.com, or you can also give them a call today, 612 895 twenty four forty for a free huh. water analysis so, and estimate tell them GL sent you.
4: So I won't have to I can stop bathing in the creek then.
1: Yes, <laughs> you absolutely can. That'd be nice. It'll be a big be step nice. up for you. That'd
2: be nice.
1: <laughs> the same target store on Lake Street that was gutted by
3: looting and arson last summer as riots rage in Minneapolis now displays art on the side of its building celebrating Black Lives Matter themes, including a burning building. And Geordie is unsure as to whether this is groveling or pandering. The same target that was gutted by looting and arson last summer now displays art on the side of its building celebrating Black Lives Matter themes, including a burning building created by five young black artists in a remarkable partnership between the multi-billion dollar retail chain and a resourceful Northside nonprofit called Juxtaposition Arts. The work reflects how George Floyd's death at the hands of Minneapolis police galvanized artists to think about new roles they can play in effecting so- social change, the Star Tribune wrote in a feature on the project. The mural on the side of the once ransacked Lake Street Target shows a myriad of panels spelling out we stand together, we build together uh, using depictions of Floyd, black people, and the riots that ravaged the city less than a year ago. One panel features a group of people wearing hoods and masks holding up a sign that says I can't breathe in front of what appears to be a building on fire. The artists who designed the individual panels for the target mural were handpicked by Juxtaposition Arts, an organization that often boosts Black Lives Matter, and racial justice initiatives around the city. It is unclear which burning building the artist who designed the mural intended for it to represent, but the artwork is currently displayed right across the street from the city's third police precinct, which also burned in May after rioters forced their way inside the vandalized building. Okay, Target can do whatever it wants, but I would think in order to be more uplifting and to be a little more gracious and positive about the rebirth of the neighborhood, if in fact that's what's taking place, why would you hearken back to uh, scenes of burning and rioting and looting? Why wouldn't you have artwork that was more uh, charitable and uplifting? I guess that's just me. Uh, Oh, I can tell you why. Is it groveling or pandering? Both.
4: It's it's to prevent it from happening again.
3: I don't see how this would prevent anything from happening again.
4: Well, of course it won't, but why else would, would they do this? Gee whiz. Unless they're just that dumb. Oh, have man. You,
0: have you seen it? Uh, because no. it definitely looks like the third precinct. I'm looking at it right now because it's a, a taller building with a few stories. Right. And it, it looks like somebody is standing there cheering. Right. That it, the building is burning.
3: Right. Uh, it's, well, it's only it's bricks a, and
0: mortar, John. Right. It's not a very... Uh, no matter how you look at it, it's not something... I would think, anyway, should be something to be on that wall.
3: Boy, they must be so woke in that Target corporate mahogany-paneled room that they just are beside themselves. They just don't know what to do. I would have said to uh, Juxtaposition Arts, you're more than welcome to help decorate, but let's have a variety of ideas here. And I would have rejected the the destructive
4: murals. I would have rejected that. mm -hmm. Anything depicting violence. I just realized I have been uh, accidentally boycotting Target for well over a year now it's i haven't been in target in literally years well that doesn't happen in this
3: house it's
1: uh, no no mine either <laughs> mine it's well neither. frequented
3: uh well frequented in uh,
1: fact mine uh goes to the extent of you know two trips a week to the chaska target isn't good enough but then the cardboard shows up three uh, three of the other t- days of the week it's uh, it's kind of a nice deal she's well remember there.
3: they got their own barbie aisle and oh, barbie yeah. department and yeah. uh uh, which I own stock in, uh, whether I want to or not. So what the hell are you going to do? Say uh, the fence is coming down, possibly. Uh, Minnesota officials say the security fence that has surrounded the state capitol for nearly a year should come down. The Department of Public Safety and Administration are recommending removal of the fence after this legislative session ends on May 17th. Absent any credible threat to the building, the recommendation from both state agencies is to remove the fencing after the legislative session ends, Kurt Yokum, a spokesman for the Minnesota Department of Administration said, this timing allows ample time for contractors to schedule the work and for the work to be completed without impact to those who work at the Capitol. The fencing has been in place since May of 2020 When rioting broke out in Minneapolis and St. Paul after the death of George Floyd, state officials then ordered a larger reinforced fence this spring ahead of the Chauvin trial. The state is in the second month of a four-month rental of the latest fence. The installation costs $68,117, and the fence carries a $12,015 a month rental charge.
0: Ooh, wow. What? The Yikes.
3: previous fence, which had been in place since the riots that followed Floyd's death, cost taxpayers more than $100,000 before its removal. It was less secure but also cheaper, costing 18 grand to install and $8,200 a month to rent. It's not clear if the fence would stay up for a potential special session. The legislature is in the early stages of budget negotiations and often needs extra time beyond the regular session. Governor Walls has proposed a f- uh, proposed funding permanent security upgrades at the Capitol, though he has left it up to lawmakers uh, to decide how to approach that matter. Man, that fence is costing us some dough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
4: So, Joe, when that when that thing was ordered and uh, signed off on, who did that? Was it? the house and the senate and the republicans sure. and the democrats sure, sure. or was sure. it just rick the dictator the dictator rick. in charge i don't well, I, I
1: don't know. kenny you know what you know our business plan of doing the carbon credits to hell with that we need to start rent a fence man Twelve fifty a month dude i'm <laughs> telling you fence and plywood seriously oh, hell
3: yes oh, i was talking to my gas station guy and he, he has all his plywood ready to go up in the event of trouble, and it's not up now, and he doesn't want to put it back up. And he, he was telling me the prices of the, the sheets, and I can't even remember what you? he said, but they were extraordinarily expensive.
4: Right. It just so happens last summer I went to a lumber yard that was going out of business and bought a bleep load of plywood. And I'm so happy I did. I got it for next to nothing. What, are you afraid a moose is going to run into your house or something? No, it's just, Joe, you're always running to Alec or Fergus to get more plywood. It's like, well, you know, if I can get 100 sheets, have them in stock in dry storage, why not? Well, I'm going to use them eventually. Is it marine quality by any chance? Oh God! I wish. Yeah, wouldn't, oh, wouldn't oh, that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? You'd be sitting on a fortune. Say,
3: <laughs> off the air, we've been talking about our Garage Logic trip up to Giant Ridge. We want to go up there for a golf trip. The Quarry was just named number sixty-eight of the top one hundred public courses in North America, Canada, the Caribbean. You name it. That's how good these places are up at up at Giant's Ridge. The Quarry and the Legend. The Legend opens this Friday, May seventh. They're the greatest value in Minnesota golf because you're not going to find two, closest, uh, two courses of this caliber so close to each other. Uh, turn, your, turn your next round into an adventure. Uh, not only the golf, but the nature and the dining and the whole experience. There's a 37-hole special, play the legend and the quarry. Those are 36 holes of Minnesota's best golf, plus lunch between rounds for one incredible rate. 160 bucks plus tax on weekdays. That's fantastic. And $175 plus tax on weekends. they got to be played on the same day. Uh, remember, these things are so great. They're playing host to the Minnesota PGA Mid Players and Senior Players titles. June 13th and 16th. There's water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift-served mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining and lodging and more. Find out, uh, find out more for yourself uh, by going to GiantsRidge.com or go to those 3D course flyovers at The Legend and the Quarry at
4: GiantsRidge.com. Well, the sun is up somewhere and DK Mags is open on Old 8 in New Brighton. DK Mags, the place by which all other shops are measured. Uh, They're also all over the web at dkmags.com, a very nifty YouTube page demonstrating the latest and greatest. They also own Monticello Gun up in Cello. And boy, both shops have been as busy as ever lately. They've been keeping a pretty good inventory, keeping prices reasonable. Uh, Both stores just received a pile of inventory. So things are going great. Shelves are stocked and they're ready to serve. And when you stop in, you'll be treated like a law-abiding citizen. The staff always happy to answer your questions, help with orders, set your mind straight, send you home happy, and because they deserve it, law enforcement, first responders, current military veterans, all of y'all get an additional discount. I'm talking Monticello Pawn and Gun and DKMags.com. Gun shops run by GLers for GLers.
1: Hey, become a part of the Chill Boys family like the entire Garage Logic staff and also so many of you GLers right now that have made your purchase for maybe for yourself or for somebody else. It doesn't matter because they are the hands down most comfortable underwear you will ever own. I promise you. They have a wide variety. It's performance boxers, bamboo boxers, bamboo boxer briefs. It does, just check out their website right now chillboys.com. There you can place your order for the comfortable boxers, or maybe you want a couple of cool t-shirts, sunglasses, whatever you want. Go online right now. Here's the coolest part. If you have an order over $40, it ships fast and free in the United States. Yeah, anywhere. They're a local Minnesota company, and they are so happy to be part of the Garage Logic family. They also have a really cool number of sale items that are going on right now. So do like we did. Become a part of the Chill Boys family, whether you want the performance, the bamboo, it doesn't matter. You're going to really be happy with your purchase, at Chill Boys Brand on Twitter. Truth, Justice, and the suture
4: I blame seafoam for everything. Uh, it's time for I credit to them a... for everything. <laughs> Listen to this. Uh, it's time for me to add another can of seafoam high mileage to the pickup. It's been about five tanks or so since my last can went in and i have really come to rely on it now and blame it for keeping the injectors clean and my mpg high and i love getting on these on-ramps coming to a complete stop and then just flooring it and the shifting and the the, oh my god it just runs so well seafoam i blame you totally for my well-running truck i also blame you for my wonderful running dirt bike that i just finally got back together i don't know if i told you but uh, I had to use the Seafoam, it's called Seafoam uh, Spray, the top engine cleaner and lube, and I had to use it to clean out the pilot jet, the main jet, and all of that. And boy, does that baby run good. So I uh, Seafoam, uh, it's your fault that all of my cylinders run so wonderful. It's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It's Seafoam.
3: Johnny, uh, before you start, we're supposed to be very alarmed today because... uh, The siren's going off? We learn uh, in the Star Tribune that the state's climate is warming. I saw that. And and I just want to remind you, because I think it is important, I think it is meaningful, that uh, Minnetonka had an ice out on May 5th uh, in 1857 and an ice out on May 5th, 2018. Here's Johnny Heights News.
0: That's that's a hundred and sixty-one year. Nothing
3: isn't? has changed, John, since 1850, you and know, I'm monitoring my lilacs.
4: You know what's <laughs> interesting about that? That was after the what they call the mini ice age was right. wrapping up, right? In the 1850s, the and so when was the
3: last one. You said 2018. Minnetonka had an ice out on 2018 on this day,
4: and it was. It was noticeably colder
0: in the 1850s very mm. interesting, mm-hmm. very I'm interesting. Gonna do, uh, i like that you said that kenny because i'm going to tell you a fact now and instead of me sounding like cliffy clavin you just sounded like cliffy clavin <laughs> that was uh, right after that uh, ice age that, <laughs> yeah mini uh, was, ice age there uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, you when you were uh, talking about the fencing uh and you said who put that up Yes. Yeah. uh it's the department of public safety and they have to listen to an advisory committee Okay. That has uh, senators, the chief justice of the Supreme Court, oh, and two. Uh, let's see, and uh, and that's it, I guess. Oh, and the Lieutenant Governor Flanagan. Okay, uh, and I think what I Kenny was.
3: I think what Kenny was after is who got the gig, who got the contract. <laughs> I,
0: I don't remember this, but it says this story says in August of last year that uh, the governor wanted to take it down. Hmm. I don't recall the I hearing the, that. You remember that? I don't remember hearing that at all,
1: no. I don't know anything about that.
0: Oh, that's good info. Thank you, John. Uh, This news is brought to you by Professionalturf.com. The attorney for Derek Chauvin filed a motion for a new trial for the former Minneapolis police officer yesterday. In the motion, Eric Nelson, Chauvin's attorney, listed prosecutorial and judicial misconduct among the dozen reasons for a new trial. Nelson arguing that the officer's rights to a fair trial had been denied. When Judge Peter Cahill denied a motion for a change of venue, he also claims publicity during the proceedings threatened fairness in the trial. The attorney also requested a hearing to impeach the verdict based, quote, on the grounds that the jury committed misconduct, felt threatened or intimidated, felt race-based pressure during the proceedings, and or failed to adhere to instructions during deliberations. A spokesperson for the Minnesota Attorney General's office issued the following statement in response, saying the court has already rejected many of those arguments and the state will vigorously oppose them. Uh, From downstairs, our buddies in 5 Eyewitness News reporting the Minneapolis City Council Public Health and Safety Committee will likely approve 15 crime prevention grants totaling $350,000 later this week. Some familiar groups like Lutheran Social Services and the Hennepin Theater Trust are aligned for the grants, which range from $10,000 to $43,000. Pastor Curtis Farrar has ministered at the Worldwide Outreach for Christ Church near George Floyd Square at 38th in Chicago for nearly four decades. He told 5 Eyewitness News he's hopeful. The full city council will approve his church's grant proposal for $43,000. He said, I want to use it to pay for a youth mentoring program because we need to give youngsters positivity in all this negativity that is in today's world. Minneapolis City Council Member Cam Gordon says he's excited the crime prevention grants are starting to go out. He says the city will follow up down the road to see how things progress once the money is given out.
3: What are we hoping to accomplish, John, the absence of crime by giving
1: out some love and peace grants?
0: Correct. It sounds okay. like uh, to, right. you know, to... To give people things to do, apparently, is but you know, in the case like of
1: the too. pastor, isn't that essentially what Reverend Tim is doing to try to keep kids in line? Yes, or, yeah, yes off the yes, street. Yes, yeah.
3: but he doesn't have yeah. his hand out to the city.
1: That's that's a good yeah. point.
4: So it's not actually for hiring of private security or anything like that to <laughs> no. protect you. Okay. <laughs> no,
0: no, I, 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 I know it's a serious out.
4: question. Yep. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure out what you're supposed to
0: do with it. All right. Uh, One person is dead, another injured. There's not a lot of details. This was a motorcycle crash in Hibbing that police say was the result of a road rage incident. Authorities say the man driving the motorcycle lost control of the bike on some gravel before crashing. The other vehicle was not involved in the crash. 46-year-old Gary Brill and 26-year-old female passenger were transported to the hospital. Brill was later pronounced dead. The woman suffered minor injuries. No charges yet, but authorities say the incident remains under investigation. Hmm. Governor Tim Walls expected to announce an update to the state's COVID-19 response and restrictions on Thursday. Walls had said further easing will depend on the state of the virus and vaccinations. The announcement tomorrow comes as other states have already revealed their reopening plans. Florida's governor lifted most of his state's COVID-19 restrictions Monday and New York will lift most of theirs May 19th. Walls says Minnesota will likely fall somewhere in between. With its restrictions. Though Walls hasn't said exactly what the Thursday update is expected to be, he said Minnesotans should plan on, in his words, having a normal summer.
1: So his phrase this whole time has been turning the dial, right? We're gonna we're gonna mm-hmm. turn the dial. That's Where turning. are we at? If if eleven is spinal tap, we're wide open. Where are <laughs> we at four, five? Where are we? Uh, I think we're five ish. Okay. I think we're five All All right.
0: A Barnesville, Minnesota woman accused of disrupting the graveside funeral services of her ex-boyfriend and recklessly uh, recklessly driving an SUV through a Fargo cemetery. Blair Witten, who according to court records is either 28 or 29, faces one count of misdemeanor reckless endangerment stemming from the incident Saturday at Riverside Cemetery. According to court documents, several members of the public flagged down officers and said a vehicle had been driving over grave sites and trying to run people over. Above the
1: crazy line, we have <laughs> the danger zone. <laughs> this is your redheads, your strippers, anyone named Tiffany. She's in the dresser. danger this zone. This is where right. your car gets keyed, you get a bunny in the pot, your tires get slashed, and you wind up in jail. Understand? You
3: try to something. mow down people. This in is the fuel. not
5: a static environment. This is a situation where you have got to use this matrix over time to develop some reliable data.
0: Witten told police she had shown up for her ex-boyfriend's funeral and was sitting in her car at the cemetery when people approached her vehicle. She told police she thought the people would hurt her, so she drove off. The father of the deceased told police he witnessed Witten, who he said was not wanted at the funeral, driving an SUV at high speed across the cemetery. Another witness told police he was approaching Witten's parked vehicle after the burial to ask her to leave uh, when Witten accelerated toward him, causing him to jump out of the way. The witness said Witten was not welcome at the funeral because she had made harassing posts on social media about her ex-boyfriend's death. She was arrested, taken to Cass County Jail. She entered a not-guilty plea during a court appearance on Monday.
3: Boy, that's
1: above no-go zone, isn't it? That's danger zone. Wow. I can't imagine why that didn't work out between those two kids.
0: (laughs) Wow. Former President Donald Trump won't return to Facebook, at least not yet. The social network's quasi-independent oversight board voted to uphold his ban from the platform after his account was suspended four months ago for inciting violence that led to the January 6th Capitol riot. But in a statement, the board faulted Facebook for the way it made the decision and called its indefinite suspension of Trump unreasonable and unworkable. Yeah. The board said Facebook sought to avoid its responsibilities by applying what they called a vague standardless penalty and then referring the case to the board to resolve. The board agreed with Facebook that the uh, two of Trump's January 6th posts severely violated the content standard of both Facebook and Instagram.
1: Speaking of that, I know we talked about it after the show, not on the show, but the the photo of President Biden with Jimmy Carter that surfaced yeah, yeah. the other day. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that that was that was pretty good.
4: Have you guys ever seen any of the? Do you follow uh, what's his name? No, Andy. Andy, Andy no. no. Have you seen the vile things that people say about Andy No on Twitter? Yes. No, I have not. They're calling for his death and his murder and his dismemberment. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it seems a little too harsh. Uh, Why do wow. they get to stay on Facebook and Twitter when they just come right out and say, "I can't wait till you're dead"? And, and other vile things.
1: You know the answer to that, Kenneth. I know it was rhetorical, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Meant to engage us
4: all in conversation. But it is. It's it's
1: laughable <laughs> that they're not even they're not even shy about hiding their own personal agenda anymore. Right. No. So, thanks a lot, John. Way to go. Well-
0: <laughs> What did I do? What? What the hell? I
1: tell you what you did, John. You did your job, right? And we
4: thank you
0: for it. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> yep, it really is. Yeah. Uh, Republican rift sources say Liz Cheney is not fighting to hold on to her job as House GOP conference chair, even as top Republican leaders openly campaign to replace her in the number three spot. To the frustration of a lot of fellow Republicans, Cheney has continued to clearly state her positions on former President Trump's baseless claims that the 2020 election was fraudulent and on the January 6th vote to certify Trump's laws. And Cheney has been telling people that if holding on to her leadership role requires having to lie or stay quiet, she doesn't believe that's a price worth paying. Cheney, a long considered leading conservative, was once viewed as a rising force within the GOP, even floated as a possible future speaker. A few months ago, she was actively uh, trying to keep the leadership post, a job once held by her dad, former Vice President Dick Cheney, and she ended up cruising to victory. In a 145-61 to secret ballot vote, Monday night at a closed-door Republican conference in Georgia, reports say that Cheney called Trump's false election fraud claims a poison in the bloodstream of our democracy and said that we can't whitewash what happened on January 6th. A Minnesota man who has ties to the Boogaloo Boys, a loosely connected group of individuals who espouse violent anti-government sentiments, has pleaded guilty to conspiracy to provide materials to support Hamas. 31-year-old Michael Solomon of New Brighton pleaded guilty to conspiracy to provide the material support to what he believed was Hamas, designated foreign terrorist organization. It was not Hamas, though, he was trying to sell things to. It was an FBI agent. Documents say this all happened back in June of 2020. Uh, Solomon admitted that he and a buddy met an undercover FBI agent during the meeting. The defendants gave the undercover agent 3D-printed devices that could convert semi-automatic rifles into fully automatic rifles, plus some um, suppressors.
4: Yes. Where's Where's he getting these suppressors? And are they legitimate? Actually, company factory-made suppressors, or are we talking a roll of toilet paper? You know. We don't know. That I but do not know. W- when I hear the word boys, "boogaloo boys," boogaloo boys, the first thing I think of is insane clown posse. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, of Wham. That- <laughs> yeah, guys that put on crazy makeup and uh, just is socially inept and can't get along with anybody. And yeah, you're
1: thinking of Kiss. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Wait a minute. A kiss was cool. That's
0: dude. true. That's true. I was just well, thinking the makeup on. angle. Well. Yeah. Let's, take, let's take a vote here. <laughs> Popular exercise equipment company Peloton is recalling its treadmills after one child died and 29, uh, 29 other children suffered from cuts, broken bones, and other injuries after being pulled under the rear of the treadmill. Oh, my God. U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission said Wednesday that Peloton received 72 reports of adults, kids, pets, or other items like exercise balls being pulled under the treadmill. The recall comes after the Safety Commission warned last month that people with children or pets immediately stop using the treadmills, posted a video on YouTube of a child being pulled under. Peloton is best known for its stationary bikes, but it introduced the treadmill about three years ago, now calls it the Tread Plus. Those who own the treadmill can get a full refund from Peloton by November 6th, 2022. No a secret that getting the right amount of sleep every night plays an important role in your mental and cognitive health. Well, now new research says it uh, also can help you reduce the risk of a heart attack or stroke. The magic number, according to the re- uh, research, sleeping six to seven hours a night. Hmm. In fact, researchers from the Henry Ford Hospital say that people who manage less or more are more prone to cardiovascular disease. Dr. Kartik Gupta, a resident in the hospital's Division of Internal Medicine, said participants who slept less than six hours or more than seven hours had a higher chance of death due to cardiac causes. Levels of inflammatory marker called CRP, which is linked to heart problems, were also raised with those longer or shorter durations of sleep The results are consistent with the idea that sleeping around seven hours a night is
1: perfect. So um, speaking of uh, medical issues, uh, you know, you guys have it's been a while since you guys have been in the studio to do the show. And I have now compiled all the mail that comes for all of you guys, including Joe, because once in a while we'll get a a brilliant thing like this that we'll have to put up on the bulletin board over here in the office. Mm -hmm. Look what I was alerted to today by our guy, Engineer Mike. Uh Oh, It was sent to Dr. Joe Suchere at really? uh, 3415 <laughs> University Avenue yeah dr. So, beeper so uh, that's definitely <laughs> going on the uh, this is from Hillside College Joe so I'm gonna yeah. definitely put that one up for a well, doctor I
4: have a PhD dr. Joe Is said uh, honorary or uh, did you actually go out and use that
3: <laughs> oh no, I think that's honorary thank you Hillsdale
0: the Pentagon <laughs> says in a statement it's tracking a large Chinese rocket that's out of control expected to re-enter Earth's atmosphere this weekend the U.S. Space Command is tracking the trajectory, Defense Department spokesperson Mike Howard said in a statement, expects the Chinese Long March 5B rocket's appearance uh, somewhere around May 8th through the 10th. Howard said the rocket's exact entry point won't be known until within hours of re-entry, but that daily updates on its location will be provided at the Space Track website. Uh, the good news is you shouldn't panic. Jonathan McDowell, an astrophysicist at the Astrophysics Center at Harvard, said the risk that it would hit you is incredibly tiny mm-hmm. because because the Pacific Ocean covers because the Pacific Ocean covers so much of the Earth. The debris will likely splash down in Pacific waters somewhere. He said. Uh, he said expect it uh, as I said between the eighth. Intent.
3: You know what this is? It's another proof of how much space we have. These things never yeah. fall on somebody's head. They oh. they, they end up in, uh, in the ocean or in the woods or something. You never
4: see them. I'd so say there's it. a pretty good chance it crashes through my house. Yeah. <laughs> my Weird
1: name,
0: story from... Uh,
1: my name's John Bansley. <laughs> John Bansley. Weird story
0: from Washington, D.C. Newly released body cam footage shows part of an April crash that totaled two Washington, D.C. police cars. What were the police cars doing? What were they doing, John? Allegedly, they were drag racing. Oh. Well, they got the big cop motors. Release of the footage this week comes amid an office of the Attorney General probe that could result in charges against the officers involved in the race down a residential street. At least one officer has already been fired due to the incident. Metropolitan Police Department Chief Robert Conti said, Obviously, those types of things are unacceptable and they're embarrassing. It's not something that we tolerate. There were four cops involved in the crash, two in each vehicle, and the one who was terminated was a probationary employee, according to an announcement from the department. The two cars were stopped on Anacostia Avenue at about 5.15 p.m. before they quickly sped away, hitting speeds of about 60 miles an hour. The speed limit in the area is 25 miles an hour. All four officers suffered minor injuries when the cars hit. The body cam footage is shot from the perspective of a passenger in one of the vehicles. No sound as the car zooms away, with the second vehicle not visible until just before the collision that activates both the driver and passenger side. Your You're babes. not going to tell
4: us, are you? You're not going to tell us the most
0: important thing
4: Uh-oh. about that story.
0: What, uh, what kind of car? Yeah, or,
4: what car, what
1: engine, what package? Did it use sea foam? i don't don't have anybody making a grunhofer's run i'm tempted because of what you told me yesterday well the new wagyu
3: steaks boy does that sound incredible that's a japanese cattle breed it was born in wyoming and grown out at the feller ranch in conger minnesota the feller ranch has invested in this cattle breed and this will be an all minnesota operation after this year The steaks and burgers have sold out over the weekend. Spencer promises more Wagyu steaks and burgers in store this weekend. Go to Grunhofer's for Wagyu ribeye, New York strip, filet mignon, and burgers. Are you kidding me? I've read about this over the years. This is supposed to be some really succulent beef. It's graduation time, it's party time, it's prom time. Grunhofer's also has the pre-cooked pulled pork and pulled beef. And we now know the secret location for the new Grunhoffers is no more. It'll be right off Highway 97 in Forest Lake. It should be open by mid-June. Congratulations, Spencer. He's not only added on to the original Grunhoffers Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, right at the north end of Highway 61, but now the new Grunhoffers a little ways up the road on Highway 97 in Forest Lake. Uh, Make your way to Grunhoffers; You're going to love this Wagyu cattle. Oh, this is fantastic stuff. Wagyu steaks and burgers and the brats and the bacon and the ham, you know, the drill and the seasoning, all at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats at the north end of Hugo on the Highway of Love,
1: 61. Minnesota executives are among the regional business owners who are excited about the advantages of doing business in Sioux Falls. That enthusiasm, plus a rebounding economy, make this a great year to expand or to relocate to Sioux Falls. Get all the facts online at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. And now a man who's on more than he's off, Joe Zuzurek
4: uh GLers do you remember I made some demands on you I wanted you to pick up a compact quick safe good for your nightstand living room kitchen car truck uh, did you uh, did you acquiesce did you obey uh, this is a smart move we all need one of these compact quick safes uh, and they're not expensive log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com say hi to Rich he's the owner and proprietor and that's where you'll see the Liberty safe uh, they're made right here in the United States And they also make these mini-safes. That's going to keep your Second Amendment items, your cash, whatever, locked and secure in your home and our automobile. Rich has them. You know why Rich has them? Because making you happy, that's his deal. He offers full residential and commercial lock and safe services, competitive prices. Uh, But in addition to Liberty, Rich also carries other brands. He offers Full commercial and residential lock and safe services. So if you haven't had a chance yet, please log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Or better yet, stop in and meet Rich in Maple Grove and say hi from Kenny.
3: We're about to uh, see and experience trillions of cicadas to emerge from the ground. Yeah. It happens about every 12 to 17 years. They've been in America for millions of years, and they're about to come out again. And... Uh, Some people are repulsed by it, some some people are are thrilled by it. Uh, Within days and a couple of weeks, the cicadas of Brood X, Uh, are going to emerge after 17 years underground. There are many broods of periodic cicadas that appear on rigid schedules, but this is one of the largest and most noticeable. They'll be in 15 states from Indiana to Georgia to New York. They're coming out now in mass numbers in Tennessee and North Carolina. When the brood emerges, backyards can look like undulating waves and the bug chorus is lawnmower loud. The cicadas will come out at dusk, I love that sound, to try to avoid everything that wants to eat them, squiggling out of holes in the ground. They'll try to climb up trees or anything vertical, including rop and shrewberry. Once off the ground, they shed their skins and try to survive that vulnerable stage before they become dinner to a host of critters, including ants, birds, dogs, cats. It's one of nature's weirdest events, featuring sex, a race against death, Evolution and what can sound like a bad science fiction movie soundtrack. Some people may be repulsed. Psychiatrists are calling entomologists, worrying about their patients. Oh, okay, uh, but scientists say the arrival of X is a sign that despite pollution, climate change, oh God help me, and dramatic biodiversity <laughs> loss, something is still right with nature and it's quite a show. You've got a creature that spent 17 years in a COVID-like existence, isolated underground, sucking on plant sap. In the 17th year, these teenagers are going to come out of the earth by the billions, if not trillions. They're going try. They're going to try to best everything on the planet that wants to eat them during this critical period of the nighttime when they're just trying to grow up and they're just trying to become adults, shedding their skin, getting their wings, going up into the treetops and escaping their predators. Once in the treetops, it's all going to be about romance. If only uh, it's only the males that sing, it's going to be a big boy band up there as the males try to woo females and try to convince that special someone that she should be the mother of his nymphs. He's going to perform, sing songs, and if she likes it, she's going to click her wings. They're going to have some wild times in those treetops. And uh, it doesn't say Minnesota, so maybe we're not going to have trillions of cicadas invading our uh, pristine uh,
0: lake country. I did some research on that this morning. I can tell yeah. you how it works here. Yeah. Uh, we, we do not have periodical cicadas in Minnesota, oh. so we don't, get, we don't get the broods because we have them every year. Really? So, yep. Well, I love
3: the noise. I love the noise. Yeah. You, you, sometimes you can hear them when you're out on your electric bike, because the electric bike from Ecofund Motorsports in Forest Lake doesn't make that much noise. All it does is help you get up hills and ride farther and longer and more comfortably because at EcoFun you will be properly fitted, you'll get the proper saddle, you'll get the proper handlebars, and you'll get the proper sized tires. All this in addition to the scooters that turn urban errands into an adventure, Yamaha products, youth recreational products, helmet and apparel, and a great service department. Everything you need for your summer of bike riding is available at EcoFun Motorsports on the Highway of Love, Garage Logic Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake, where you're going to get the best fit on a Bintelli e-bike. That's crucial. You'll be comfortable all summer long because at EcoFun, they know how to provide the right advice. EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. <laughs>
1: You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Well, it happened last night. I was out in the backyard, and there he was on my forearm. A uh, skeeter i gotta get in touch with my buddies at the mosquito shield if you are getting eaten up in your yard call our friends at mosquito shield of course you already know that they are owned and operated by glers ray and mike are a father and son team who own and operate two franchises right here in the twin cities and they've been at it for a few few years and also the brains behind the operation well that's kelsey she's gonna be the one that you talk to when you call and book your service Get rid of those mosquitoes and ticks. That's their expertise. Not like some of those other pest control companies that also spray for bugs. These guys focus on the mosquitoes and ticks only. Call them right now at 612-619-1556. That's, of course, for the yards in Minnesota. And for Western Wisconsin, call Jay or Jack at 715 715- 410 4221, or just go online and find them at mo shield.com. That's mo shield.com. And if you mention Garage Logic, you are going to get $75 off of your service mo shield.com. Only because they come to
3: us all the way from Marloth Park in Mompumalonga, South Africa, from our friend Tom Lyman. On this day in 1880, Reavers. Lightning struck the Faribault gas works. Oh destroying yes. one thousand gallons of naphtha that was used to power the city's gas lights. And on this day in eighteen eighty four, Chief Albert I'm sorry, Charles Albert Chief Bender was born in Brainerd. The Ojibwe pitcher would be the first Minnesotan inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He would pitch in five World Series for the Philadelphia Athletics, and his career record is 212-127. Now, today, if he was playing, would you even be able to call him Chief? Oh, probably not. No, that'd be outlawed. Charles Albert Chief Bender. He was a hell of a pitcher. Born in Brainerd on this day in 1884.
1: Hey, really quick before we wrap up, you, in the previous segment you were mentioning uh, what was what was coming to town. You were going to be excited. The uh, me? Yeah. What cicadas? the bug? The yeah. What were, the, what were they? Oh, called? the cicadas. The cicadas were coming to town. Yeah. Well, they're not apparently, according to John. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because you yeah. said that they, that they were going to come in and, and woo their women. Well, they do. They have a great time when they're up in the trees. <laughs> That's right. Is that Ric Flair? <laughs> yeah, it sure was, Kenny. Oh,
3: Remember, uh, Lake Minnetonka yeah, well, had yeah. a nice out on this day, May 5th in 1857, <laughs> and again on May 5th in 2018. Yes.
1: What does that mean, Joe? Does that mean anything?
3: Nothing has changed on Mother <laughs> Earth. Nothing that you can do anything about. Nature changes. Nice. Woo! <laughs>
1: Thank you, GLers. Thank you, and thank, thank you, you to Rick Flair. all of you, yeah, thousands exactly. of GLers that have already liked and subscribed the Garage Logic YouTube channel. We're doing a good job of posting daily videos on that YouTube site. Also, oh, please, so you are <laughs> please download the so <laughs> app, where uh, you have the chance to win fantastic Garage Logic prizes. Just simply by liking and listening to us via the PodMN app. It's just that easy. You can download it today for both your Apple and Android devices. We'll catch you tomorrow, Rick Flair.
2: Woo!